0: on the phone, welcome to the show, Tuck Smith. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I know we're almost a month into the new year here, but happy new year. How did you celebrate uh, ringing in what 2020s is bringing for you?
1: Uh, I really didn't celebrate New Year's because I was so excited for the next week to drop the single and to drop the tour announcement. So I've been holding that in. It- so hard not to let
0: it clip. Oh, I bet. Well, congratulations first of all on the new song, Thank "What you. Kind of Love," getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of plays and a lot of noise here in Fargo. We love the song, so uh congrats on that. And of course, congrats on this big, massive tour stadium announcement that happened just recently. How does it feel? Of course, it's it's a it's an obvious question, but how does it feel knowing you're going to be opening up for the legendary Joan Jett, Poison, The Crew, Def Leppard? I mean, is your head still spinning?
1: And sometimes, man, I feel like I slid into an alternate dimension, a better one. Right. Because sometimes I take a step back and think where I was a year ago and kind of without, what trying to just put this record together and get it going and not knowing the future. And then the next thing you know, I get a massive amazing tour like this and my album is going to be released. I'm just super stoked. So yeah, it's a little bit unreal.
0: Well, I, I tell you what, talk about passing the torch from uh, the legends themselves by asking you to be a part of this tour. So congratulations. The song, What Kind of Love, Thanks. we're loving it. Uh, of course, it's got us chomping at the bit. You just mentioned uh, an album. How are you going to hit us with music in 2020? Are we going to get a couple of more singles before we do the album or is this the teaser and, and the album's coming up next? How are you going to hit us this year?
1: Well, I think the tentative plan is uh the label's talking about releasing singles about every six to eight weeks kind of leading up to the summer tour and then dropping the 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 full record around summer during the tour which is a perfect time um and i should be making music videos for all the tracks and i'm super stoked because the record has a a lot of a lot of great singles on it it's got a big variety i was able to kind of showcase all my love for different styles of music so i I think some people are going to be kind of taken off guard but yeah it's going to be great
0: I tell you what, you've masterminded a fantastic album because I hear so many different flavors of what you're doing. I mean, first off, I'm hearing some... Just in this first single, I'm hearing some Tom Petty and some Cheap Trick... With such a classic sound that you're able to bring into 2020 and somehow make it sound modern, are you going to be releasing that album actually in a physical vinyl setting as well? Because uh, you know vinyl records have made a comeback. People are going out. They want that physical product. Is that uh, kind of an idea of yours too? Well, yeah, I love that question. I'm obsessed
1: with rock and roll, all the music, and then all the memorabilia. And I collect records, and <clears throat> especially... From a bygone era, all the 70s uh, stuff is is my favorite. And so when I tour Europe, I'm always digging up rare T-Rex records or rare sweet records. So vinyl is a big part of my life. And uh, I was super stoked when I signed to this label Better Noise because they're like, yes, we're definitely going to throw some vinyl. And I've actually been picking out uh, some different one-off colors for the album. Super excited about that. Love to have vinyl.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, Obvious question, too, about this tour. Uh, You put out a lot of great music with the Biters. Are you going to be including any of the Biters material into your uh, stadium tour?
1: Uh, No, this is a a completely different thing, and I just kind of want to leave that separate. Uh, I know I had a lot of fans come over from Biters, which I'm super grateful for. And, you know, I was writing the songs in Biters, so it it still sounds like me. But I think I'm just going to kind of leave that what it is and let it have its own legacy, legacy and kind of move forward from here. So all new material.
0: Perfect. We can't wait. Well, I tell you what, Shannon and I both have a question kind of in the same area here, and I'm going to kick it off with the music video to, to what kind of love. Now, we were talking about this, and it was just uh, an article on social media recently about possibly bringing the likes of MTV back. How do you feel about doing something like that? I mean, uh, you know, over a trillion artists streamed songs last year but more than that they were streaming more music videos and more live performances and we've yes we do have all these social media channels where you can see music videos but because there's so many they get lost in the shuffle so in your opinion do we need an mtv source to be front and center again to be playing music videos what are your thoughts on that
1: well i mean that's a really good question i think because the internet there's so much going on it feels uh, like schizophrenic at times to try to keep up with so much information so much data coming at you at all times I think it kind of would be cool for to have like a place where everybody could go and check out new artists I don't know if that will ever happen again at MTV. Right. I feel like YouTube is just the way of the future and that's going. But right. if MTV started back up and wanted to champion new upcoming bands, uh, I'd be all in for it. It'd be great.
0: You know, and I feel like MTV could do what a YouTube is doing, but on a much bigger level, because obviously MTV has established what they're about years ago, but they've they kind of stop doing the music video thing. So it'd be nice, yeah, nice to have that avenue, you know. You had a question, Shannon, about the actual music video. Yeah, um, I had read that it was something that you had envisioned and you had even produced and then also brought on friends and family to act in it. What was it like seeing something that is so personal completely come into action?
1: Well, I'm in a really lucky position as an artist. I'm fortunate enough to have a, a record label that is letting me have creative control I think they've kind of trusted me a little bit. So when I was making my record, they just let me do my thing. And thankfully, they loved it. I was so scared they were going to turn it down. But they they loved the record. And then, uh, you know, I begged to do my music videos I said I really want to do these because I, I really like being in control of all the creative areas and um if you know what you want way better for you just take take your destiny into your own hands with everything as an artist and being able to pull in your family my mom's in the video oh, stepdad's awesome. in the video my brother's somewhere in there and the director one of my good friends Raheem and, and his girlfriend We've been working together for years, and it's just something really good you get when you can make art with a team of people you trust and people you have a bond with. I think it makes it more special, so I really enjoy doing that. In a very lucky place, because a lot of artists don't get to have that kind of creative control.
0: That's fantastic. How much does uh, a role play with uh, music labels this day? Would you prefer to work with one or without one? Because I would imagine with the labels, there's a lot more restrictions, but without, you have more you know more freedom, but you might not have the reach the money to expand your reach. What are your thoughts on that?
1: There's something to be said about doing it DIY and kind of retaining everything if that's your path. And with biters, I did stuff DIY for for many, many years and I signed to an English label and and that kind of got me to to the next level. But, there was a feeling. So on this record, I really wanted to expand and, and try to get this music to, to a world worldwide reach, right. bigger than what Biter um, was able to do. And I don't think I could do that myself, especially right. with rock and roll being the underdog. It's not the most popular now. There's definitely an audience for it. So to find the label to, to take a chance on me and really not kind of push me into what's hot right now, is is the best case scenario. And they've they've been really supportive and uh, super happy with them.
0: That's fantastic.
1: So for this record, yeah, I'd love to have the infrastructure of a label. Sure,
0: sure. Well, I tell you what, speaking of reach, you're obviously going to be doing that a lot this summer with the massive stadium tour. What kind of pressure do you feel? I mean, you have to set the tone for the night. You've got to go out there and prove yourself as an artist for probably a lot of people who are just figuring out who you are and learning of you, what are you going to bring to the stage to make sure they do not forget the name Tuck Smith when you're, when you're all said and done?
1: <laughs> um, I feel like I've been the underdog my whole life. I've did so many uh, direct support tours. In a band like Spiders, there was really nobody that sounded like us. and This record is, is kind of different than everything that's going on today, so being in that position of trying to win people over is actually something I'm pretty comfortable with, so I, I feel no pressure. I think the songs are really good. The material is really good. And I have such a great band, such a great players with good attitude, and it's just positive. So I think just being authentic and trying to have a good time and deliver the songs is all I can do at the end of the day.
0: Let's get into your band real quick because we're seeing some familiar faces in that band. Can you touch base a little bit about uh, who's backing you up?
1: Um, I, I was really particular about... Put- putting together a band this time because even though this this is a a solo artist i really feel like if you have a band together and they're not hired guns it creates a bond and it creates a special kind of energy that that you just can't match so it was really important for me to kind of have that kind of bond with a band and i was really particular about it but uh, during the last year of Biters, uh, our bass player just dipped out in three weeks before a tour, and I was scrambling to find a bass player. And uh, my buddy, Ricky Dover Jr., has always been a good friend of mine. I, he lives in Nashville. I said, Ricky, do you know anybody that can play bass? Now, Ricky's an amazing guitar player. Aha. And he goes, I'll play bass. I want to do it. So <laughs> we threw Ricky and Biters for the last year before we called it quit. And um, I loved uh, playing with Ricky so much. I said, why don't you come over and play guitar on this record and this project? So Ricky actually uh, was in the studio and traveled some killer guitar the the guitar work on this record is just unbelievable Uh, thanks to Rick so he, he's killer, and then I, I found an amazing drummer named Nigel. I just met him last year, and we clicked, and he's like the vice president. He's my right-hand man. And then I found the most tallest, beautiful, sweetest little bass player <laughs> in a second-hand shop. I said, what do you play? And he said, bass. And I felt like it was a, a godsend. So really good band.
0: That's awesome. Band. I mean, we're seeing clips on uh, social media, like we were saying, of performances already. And uh, you guys are bringing the energy, man, and you sound tight. So this is going to be a good show. We're excited. Shannon, you had a question. Yeah, back to the tour. I mean, the lineup is insane. Anybody would be grateful to be going out with these guys. But who's your personal favorite? Or who are you most excited to be out on the road with?
1: Well... I you know, I love everybody, I have to say that. Right. But, you know, Joan Jett's always been one of my absolute favorites. Super excited to see everybody. Every one of the bands on there has amazing songs and just, you know, stuff I can absorb the whole tour and hopefully it wears off on me. And just to kind of see some of the, the legends do their thing, take it all in and try to apply it to what I do is gonna be really exciting for me, but Jones-Jet always has a place in my
0: heart. Right. Well, I got one final question for you here, and it's about, uh, basically, Rock in Gen 1. You, you brought it up earlier here in the conversation. Rock has always kind of been an underdog, kind of been dead in the water for the last several years. However, I feel like, if you take a look, Rock is making a movement this year. I mean, we're seeing all these big, huge stadium tours. It started off with the announcement with uh, Green Day, of course, and Fall Out Boy, Weezer. Then we heard from the classic guys, Def Leppard, Crew and Poison with you guys and Joan Jett. We just saw Nickelback make an announcement with Stone Temple Pilots. There's obviously a movement going on here in the rock community to step up and finally get the attention that it's been missing for so long. But what do you think it's going to take to stay there? What do we need to do to make sure that we're getting our performances back on these award shows, that we're getting our songs back into the top 40? We've done the power ballad thing, so we're we're over that. What is it going to take this time to make sure that we get there and we stay there as a new blood?
1: Well, that's a really good question. Again, I don't have all the answers, but if you were going to ask me, I think that we're getting to a point in time where a lot of the heritage artists, all the classic artists, they're starting to get up there in age and they're not going to be around forever. bowie has gone. Prince is gone. Tom Petty's gone. Uh, Before you know it, all the iconic rockers are going to be retiring. And I think what the rock community really has to do is kind of champion the new artists and set them up to be the next bands that play stadiums be the next artists that play arenas and we're just going to have to start really supporting the up-and-coming artists instead of you know people online there's so many trolls all they do is complain this isn't this this isn't this and we just need to you know the hip-hop community is so supportive of artists and they spread and they want people to win i just think the rock community is really going to have to change their attitude get behind these new artists and you know send the torch
0: over right well I tell you what brother Tuck you're definitely leading the charge because you've got great new music out Uh, you're set up into a a really amazing situation where these legendary guys are handing the torch over to you for saying exactly that man here you go take over lead the charge we did what we could now (laughs) it's your turn man so no pressure just do what you're doing man because it sounded great if I think of it that
1: way if I think of it that way I'll get anxiety I'm just gonna (laughs) say I'm gonna do the best I can
0: Yeah, and hopefully people Love me. that's all we can ask man and we're loving what we're hearing so yeah. far hey thank you so much man for making some time chatting with us here on the show we're loving the new song can't wait for the album again what's the eta on that album
1: there's no release date yet but it'll be somewhere i'm gonna speculate between june and august somewhere in there somewhere
0: fantastic and where can we find you on social media you
1: can get me on instagram facebook twitter tucksmithofficial, smith official uh Tuck smith and the restless Hearts.com has a link to everything of what's going on so Awesome. Yeah, check me out
0: online. Tuck, we appreciate your time, man. Really do. And uh, you got our support here in Fargo. We're going to keep on cranking up the music.